Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be going through breast lumps. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash breast slash lumps or in the breast surgery section of the Zero to Finals surgery book. So let's get straight into it. There are numerous causes of breast lumps, many of which are benign or non-cancerous. Any breast lump needs a thorough assessment to exclude breast cancer. Let's start by talking about the basic anatomy of the breast. The breasts sit in front of the chest wall, which contains the ribs and the pectoral muscles. Most of the breast is adipose or fatty tissue. The areola surrounds the nipple. Behind the nipple are the ducts, which lead into the lobules, which is where breast milk is produced. Milk is secreted from the lobules, through the ducts and out of the openings on the nipple. Let's start with breast cancer as a cause of breast lumps. The most significant differential of a breast lump and the one that you don't want to miss is breast cancer. Triple assessment of a breast lump is a standard practice to exclude or diagnose breast cancer. This involves clinical assessment with a history and examination, imaging with an ultrasound scan or a mammogram, and histology with a fine needle aspiration or core biopsy. The clinical features that may suggest breast cancer as a cause of a breast lump are lumps that are hard, irregular, painless or fixed in place. The lump may be tethered to the skin or to the chest wall, meaning that you can't move it around under the skin or above the chest wall. There may be nipple retraction and there may be skin dimpling or edema, which can cause peau d'orange or orange peel-like skin. The NICE guidelines last updated in January 2021 recommend a two-week wait referral for suspected breast cancer for an unexplained breast lump in patients aged 30 or above or unilateral nipple changes in patients aged 50 or above with nipple discharge, retraction or other changes to the nipple. The NICE guidelines recommend also considering a two-week wait referral for an unexplained lump in the axilla in patients aged 30 or above, or a lump in the armpit, or skin changes that may suggest breast cancer in patients of any age. The NICE guidelines suggest considering a non-urgent referral for unexplained breast lumps in patients under the age of 30. Next, let's talk about fibroadenomas. Fibroadenomas are common, benign tumours of the stromal or epithelial breast duct tissue. They're typically small and mobile within the breast. Sometimes they're called a breast mouse as they move around a lot within the breast tissue. Fibroadenomas are more common in younger women aged between 20 and 40 years. They respond to the female hormones estrogen and progesterone which is why they're more common in younger women and often regress or disappear after the menopause. On examination, fibroadenomas are painless, smooth, round, well-circumscribed, meaning they have well-defined borders. They're firm and they're mobile, meaning that they freely move under the skin and above the chest wall. Usually they're up to 3 centimeters in diameter. Fibroadenomas are not cancerous and they're not usually associated with an increased risk of breast cancer. Complex fibroadenomas and a positive family history of breast cancer may indicate a higher risk. 
Next, let's talk about fibrocystic breast changes. Fibrocystic breast changes were previously called fibrocystic breast disease. However, fibrocystic breast changes and generalized lumpiness to the breast are considered a normal variation and not a disease. The connective tissues or the stroma, the ducts and the lobules of the breast respond to the female sex hormones estrogen and progesterone and they can become fibrous, irregular and hard and cystic meaning fluid filled. These changes fluctuate with the menstrual cycle as the hormones naturally vary across the cycle. Fibrocystic breast changes is a benign, non-cancerous condition, although it can vary in severity and significantly affect the patient's quality of life if it's severe. It's common in women of menstruating age, meaning before the menopause. Symptoms often occur prior to menstruation, within 10 days before the period starts, and resolve once menstruation begins. Symptoms usually improve and resolve after the menopause when the estrogen and progesterone levels fall. The symptoms can affect different areas of the breasts or they can affect both breasts with general lumpiness, breast pain or tenderness, which is called mastalgia, and fluctuation of the breast size. Management of fibrocystic breast changes is to exclude cancer and manage the symptoms. The options for managing cyclical breast pain or nostalgia include wearing a supportive bra, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs such as ibuprofen. Avoiding caffeine is commonly recommended. You can apply heat to the area to help soothe the tenderness and the pain. And hormonal treatments are possible, for example, danazole and tamoxifen under specialist guidance. Next, let's talk about breast cysts. Breast cysts are benign, individual, fluid-filled lumps. Breast cysts are the most common cause of breast lumps and they occur most often between 30 and 50 years, more so in the perimenopausal period, around the menopause. They can be painful and they may fluctuate in size over the course of the menstrual cycle in response to the hormones. On examination, breast cysts are smooth, well-circumscribed, meaning they have clear borders, mobile within the breast and possibly fluctuant. Breast cysts require further assessment to exclude cancer with imaging and potentially aspiration or excision. Aspiration can resolve symptoms in patients with pain. Having a breast cyst may slightly increase the risk of breast cancer. Next let's talk about fat necrosis. Fat necrosis causes a benign lump formed by localised degeneration and scarring of fat tissue in the breast. It may be associated with an oil cyst which contains liquid fat. Fat necrosis is commonly triggered by localised trauma, radiotherapy or surgery and it's caused by an inflammatory reaction resulting in fibrosis and necrosis or death of the fat tissue in the breast. Fat necrosis does not increase the risk of breast cancer. On examination, fat necrosis can be painless, firm, irregular, it can be fixed to the local structures and there may be skin dimpling or nipple inversion. So it can present quite similarly to breast cancer. 
With fat necrosis, an ultrasound or a mammogram can show a similar appearance to breast cancer. Histology by fine needle aspiration or core biopsy may be required to confirm the diagnosis and exclude breast cancer. After breast cancer is excluded, fat necrosis is usually treated conservatively. It may simply resolve on its own spontaneously with time. Surgical excision of the fat necrosis may also be used if required for symptoms. Next let's talk about lipomas. Lipomas are benign tumours of the fat or adipose tissue. They can occur almost anywhere on the body where there's adipose tissue, including the breasts. On examination, lipomas are typically soft, painless, mobile and they don't cause any skin changes. Lipomas are typically treated conservatively with reassurance. Alternatively, there is the option to remove them surgically. Next, let's talk about galactoseals. Galactoseals occur in women that are lactating or producing breast milk and they often occur after stopping breastfeeding. Galactoseals are breast milk filled cysts that occur when the lactiferous duct is blocked, preventing the gland from draining milk. Essentially, milk is being produced in the lobules and can't drain, so it collects into a cyst. They present with a firm, mobile, painless lump, usually around the areola area. Galactoseals are benign, and usually they resolve without any treatment. It is possible to drain the galactoseal using a needle. Rarely, the galactoseal can become infected and require antibiotics. Finally, let's talk about Philodes tumours. Philodes tumours are rare tumours of the connective tissue or the stroma of the breast and they occur most often between the ages of 40 and 50. They're large and they grow fast. They can be benign in around 50% of cases, borderline in about 25% and malignant in about 25% of cases. Malignant Philodes tumours can metastasize. Treatment involves surgical removal of the tumour and the surrounding tissue with a wide excision, meaning they take a section of the tissue around the tumour to make sure there's clear margins. Philodes tumours can reoccur after they've been removed. Chemotherapy may also be used for malignant or metastatic tumours. So thanks for listening to this episode on breast lumps. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about breast pain or nostalgia.